Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today we are talking about hummingbirds, pennies, and hope. That's right. Well, Janine Skinner is uh, my guest today, and let me tell you, Jane has discovered, I'm sorry, Jan has discovered angels while going through a divorce and attended a week-long workshop with Doreen Virtue, who has written so many books. She is definitely an expert on the subject. Now, if you are interested in learning more about hummingbirds, pennies, and hope, and they definitely have a meaning, then let me tell you, you're going to be in for a treat. So get comfortable. We are about to get started. Good morning. Good morning, Jeannie. Thank you so much for being on the line with me today. Well, thank you. I apologize about the raspy voice, so I'm going to try to talk very little today. So I want to ask just a few questions of you. And the first is, um, did you did you ever think that you were going to be an author, like your teenage self or so, you know, did you think, I want to be an author, or did you find that you simply had to share your story? Uh, no, I never, ever thought I would be an author. Um, I always loved to read, and as I'm reading, I would create other thoughts from, from what I read, you know, like continuing the story. But no, I never thought I would be an author, ever. Um, I think it came about when, as a teacher, uh, teaching eighth grade language arts and assigning endless papers, of course, because that's what you do. If you want kids to learn to write, you assign writing assignments. So as reading and correcting and talking with them, um, I think it just came about. I thought, well, I've got a story to tell. And um, so I think that's that's really the, the, the answer. It just kind of evolved. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really interesting because so many people have said the same thing, that it wasn't something that you necessarily set out to do, but yet when you did it, you knew that it was the correct time to right. do it. Now, I have to ask you, hummingbirds, pennies, and hope, why are those particular things important? Um. Well, when I first uh, read Doreen's book, Doreen Virtue's book, she talked about receiving signs from your angels. And I'm an avid gardener. I have many, many flowers, but I never got any hummingbirds, and I couldn't figure it out. So I prayed and I asked, and I asked for a sign to know that my angels were indeed with me. So I prayed and asked to see a hummingbird. And it didn't come the next day, and that's one thing people think, oh, I'm going to pray and I expect to see the sign and you know, immediately. And it doesn't work that way uh, sometimes, but not always. But it took, um, I think, like 48 hours. And I remember sitting on my patio 
and looking out over one of the one of my flower beds and lo and behold there was a hummingbird and from then on when i would need a sign i would pray to find a penny i'd find uh, or see a hummingbird so i knew i knew they were with me beautiful story i love that i love that you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that when I have a loved one that's on my heart in particular, I have a tendency to see butterflies and feathers. And right. it is just, it just tickles me because I know that that's the sign for me, you know, and it is such a beautiful thing to be able to understand what is, um, what's being shared or what's being told to us in those in those moments. I, I love that. Now, you had an opportunity to spend a week-long workshop with um, Duran Virtue. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? How has it changed you? How did it um, allow you to evolve into the person that you are now? Well, it really was a life-changing experience. Um, I convinced my daughter to go with me because I didn't want to go by myself. And um, it was a week in in Florida, and I assumed, which I was wrong, but I assumed everybody would be just regular people like me who knew very little about this and were there to learn. Well, I found out that there were a lot of, let's say, people in the business. There were professional mediums there. There were people who had written books. So there was there were other people like me that were newbies. Um, but it was just mind-boggling, the things that I learned, not only from Doreen, but from the other people who were there. I thought I could do nothing, you know, but I was wrong. Doreen led you through all sorts of things so you could receive messages from your angels. She, You could see receive messages from other people's angels, from deceased loved ones. And it was mostly, um, I think one thing most profound was I believed. I believed I could do it. And that would be my message to anybody. Because I thought, I'm just an ordinary teacher, um, nothing special about me. And then yet I realized I can do this. I do have this gift. We all have this gift. So if I can do it, other people can do it too. It was it was life-changing. Mm-hmm. I love how you say that if I can do it, you can do it too. You know, I think so many times people believe that they're not capable or they're not able of um, of life change or life transition to to a better version of themselves. So thank you so much for for that reminder. I I absolutely love that. Now I want to make sure that just in case someone it's perhaps they came into the show a little bit later or they're not listening um, with their, their laptop in front of them. Can you tell us where can you pick up a copy of your book? 
Um, you can get it on Amazon.com. You can go to um, Balboa, and um, that's who uh, published the book. So those are the two places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to your your writing and being able to share the best way possible for you, for the person who may be an aspiring author, if you can, please, can you share with them what is your process? Like, do you need to have complete quiet? Are you the type of person that would rather write, like, first first thing in the morning, or is it whenever you get the chance? What's your what's your process? Hmm. Well, let's see. Usually, <laughs> uh, it's a hard question uh, because I write at all different times during the day. Um, it's kind of like, I would say morning is best, but yet I find myself writing late at night sometimes too. It's like you get a kernel of an idea and I have to work with it. You know, it just has to evolve. I might have to um, just go outside for a while and let my mind settle. And then it kind of grows. It's like a seed. You know, it grows. So it's like once I go, okay, now I can put it into words. That's when I go. But I would, you know, the morning, I'm a morning person. The morning I'm fresh and bursting with energy. But if the seed of the idea hasn't really grown i can't do anything with it i have to give it time i have to be patient and um, that's not my strength when we talk about angel cards i frequently would get the card patience you need to be patient um so I, i would say that's it also it's amazing where somebody gets their ideas it could be something i've read something somebody said um, something that you might see on TV, just a kernel of an idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned the, the being patient. I think that uh, most people could probably work on being patient. We've gotten so used to, I heard someone call it a microwave society, and I think I understand what they mean. But we mm-hmm. get everything kind of lickety-split fast or we for things to be done so quickly that we've forgotten how to not only be patient with ourselves, but to especially be patient with others and to be able to go from point A to point B, that it, it does take time, and especially when you're being creative. I, I can understand that. Now, one last question for you before you go, and that is, what is maybe one main takeaway that you would like for a reader of your book, Hummingbirds, Pennies, and Hope. Is there a particular takeaway that you would like for the reader to, to have by the time they finish, or is there a message that they that you hope they can pick up along the way as they read? Well, all of the stories, um, the characters in in Hummingbirds, Pennies, and Hope are fictitious, but all the stories are real. So I would hope that people would take away that their own experiences are real. People tend to second-guess themselves. Um, I had a friend who lost her mother not too long ago, and she was saying that she thought 
her mother had had been there, but but maybe she was wrong. Maybe she just hoped it. And of course, the answer is absolutely. Your mom paid you a visit. You know, there's really no such thing as death. You leave this body, but your spirit goes on. And of course, your mom's spirit paid you a visit. So I guess I would just want them to think of their own stories, their own experiences, and have faith that they were real, that they really did happen, that, you know, God didn't put us here alone. I firmly believe that he gave us angels and our deceased loved ones um, are still watching over us and, and walking, you know, with us. I love it. I love it. Jane Skinner, thank you again for being a guest on the show with me today. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Listeners, I hope that you will definitely pick up a copy of her book, Hummingbirds, Pennies, and Hope. And, of course, you can pick up a copy on Amazon and where books are sold. Now, you guys know that I like to always give out to the country's listeners. So thank you so much to my top five in the U.S., Philippines, Australia, the U.K., and Canada. Alrighty, you guys, we know that you are blessed. And until next time, that you have great mental health and a good luck to you soon. Bye-bye.